Welcome to the Leading on Purpose podcast, where we shake up your thinking and enable you to take massive action. Now, over to your host, West End star, international speaker, trainer, and provocateur, Richard Tyler. Hey, everyone. It's Richard from BTFI. Good to see you. Hope you're well. Thanks for joining me. Pull up a Pull up a chair, get a cup of tea. The topic for today is, is about how corrupt is the personal def- development industry. I think when, we, uh, when I realised that I had to talk about this, it was, is the personal development industry corrupt? And I, I think that creates a real clear yes or no. Actually, I don't think all of it is. I think some of it is. So uh, that's where we're going to go in the next uh, however long. Uh, what I know is it's going to create uh, a bit of a frenzy and there's going to be a lot of people being pissed off. I think we kick off uh, because I know this is going to open a bit of a a can of worms and that's cool. So this is not, the whole personal development space is not really the kind of uh, arena I play in that much. So I'll tell you a bit about how I got to talking about this today. So it was my nephew, Lewis, it was his birthday uh, back in April and um, he has one every year, annoyingly. And this year I was like, what can I get Lewis for his birthday? And I know from my brother he was quite interested in a bit of personal development stuff, um, a bit of learning more about himself. He's, what, 23, 24? I should really know, but he's that kind of age. He's like, what can I get him? I know he doesn't like sitting around reading books. Uh, he's not going to do an online thing. So I said, how about we do a workshop? Let's go to a workshop. You and I, let's go and get a bit of learning. Very A, popped up, Lewis Tyler, the boy himself. Um, so I go, let's get you, on a, get you on a workshop. And I thought, I'll get my brother along too, so the three of us can go, a bit of a family outing, let's do some learning. So I said to Kelly, what do we go on? What's a good thing to go and hang out in? Uh, and I, she had an experience maybe, uh, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago of going on T. Harv Eker's uh, Millionaire Mindset Seminar. And she said, hey, that would be a great one. You know, three days, some good personal development learning, get some insights. Great for Lou. Uh, you know, he'll get some, <clears throat> what better age to get a bit of learning in your early 20s about managing finances and getting on top of money and controlling money rather than money controlling you. So we're like, great. So we booked on uh, 50 quid each. Not to be sniffed at, right? 50 quid each for three days. Starts at nine o'clock in the morning, goes through to nine o'clock at night. So, um, great. So three of us booked on. This was, what, 10 days ago. And, uh, well, I I kind of rocked up. And as I say, you know, most of you know, I'm kind of leadership development space, corporate space, not really much of personal development world. Haven't done loads of personal development as a delegate. So... It was an interesting three days. For me, I, l- I learned some stuff. I got some insights and was reminded of some things that I probably heard before. I learned about the T. Harvecker's six jars principle, which is brilliant, a brilliant, genius way of getting control of your money and starting to uh, uh, siphon it off and break it down into manageable chunks. Um, that, was, that was pretty much what I got. As I say, some good reminders, you know, I've done, I'm a accredited NLP practitioner, trainer, master trainer for a few different governing bodies. So I kind of get a lot of the NLP piece that was used there. 
for Lewis, some great learning again about six jar principles, understanding about you know how you use this bit to control your money, to get a grip on it mentally, emotionally, uh, even before you get into techniques and tools for how to manage it. So uh, actually most importantly, it was probably a great three days to hang out with my brother and with my nephew and just be together. So we had some fun, uh, we had some laughs and um, it, it was good up to that point. And here's where, here's where I get incredibly upset, confused, fucked off. I don't know what, I don't know what you call it, but anyone that's had the misfortune to see me in the last 10 days will probably have heard me rant about it. Uh, this is the problem I have. The, the sell, sell, sell is one thing. The sell, sell, sell is one thing. I get that. It's a business model. Um, I don't have a problem with that in the personal development world. Um, you know, we, we rock up and we paid 50 quid and someone is going to flog us something else. Fair play. I know if I go into Tesco's with my shopping list, my, my corned beef, baked beans, all of that stuff, I know there's going to be someone stood at the end of an aisle trying to sell me some new donut. Great. So I come out with donuts. I come out with all these things I didn't necessarily want. And that's cool. So the selling piece, the creating the hype in the room, I've never high-fived so much in three days. I've still lost like two layers of skin. I get all that. That's really okay. Here's the problem. I have a problem that when we want to encourage people to buy, we do it through blame. We do it through shaming people. We do it through judgment. It's done through bullying. For three days, even on the third day, I rocked up at eight o'clock in the morning to be sold to. And it's about the selling style. The selling style where you push people to a place of questioning themselves so much. I think is, is, the world is fucked, morally, ethically fucked. So here's what happened. Day three, um, clearly the trainer, you don't need to work out who the trainer is. He's the lead trainer on uh, Millionaire Mindset. Uh, had us in the room. This was the final big sell for a 39 grand program, uh, amazingly reduced down to nine grand, right? So th there's questions there about how we wrap the value up. Let's keep that bit aside because otherwise I'll lose the plot completely. So uh, where he starts to go is um, talking to the women about, women, do you think the men in the audience are pussies? Do you think lots of the men, do you think men generally are pussies? Do you think they're pussies? Yeah, I think they're pussies. They're pussies, right? So he gets a bit of reaction. Already people are starting to go to the back because some people are going to spend 9K, right? They're about to stump up 9K. Uh, and he goes, yeah, you see, the thing is, they're pussies. And the men that are pussies are the ones that aren't going to the back of the room. If you were a real man, you'd go to the back of the room and you'd sign up. Fucking hell, really? So because I don't want to buy, I'm a pussy? Really? Is that, is that really real? Uh, so anyway, a few people at this point also start to get a bit fucked off and go. Uh, it was lunchtime. Uh, and off they go, people trickling out the room, to which the question was, oh, right, you're going for lunch, are you? You're hungry? You're hungry for your lunch? You're going to go and buy some lunch now? That's why you're poor. Really? Fucking hell. That's why you're poor. So... I said I'm really comfortable to go into Tesco's and get my shopping and be sold a donut and 
So if someone's trying to sell me a cucumber and a vegetable and they look in my trolley and see that I've got crisps, Coke, chocolate, Haribos, do they then say, and that's why you're a fat fucker? Because you've got all that stuff in your trolley? See, if you ate vegetables, if you ate my cucumber, it'd be okay. Um, so, uh, do you know what? They, they encouraged people... Jesus, they encourage people to buy on their credit cards. Buy on credit cards or sell something on eBay. Really? So listen, there were, um, I don't know how many people in the room, seven, eight hundred people in the room, so a lot of people. I spoke to, I didn't speak to seven, eight hundred people, obviously, in three days, but I spoke to a few, and people in there were, in a, uh, lots of them in a very desperate state, um, for money, for finances, for wealth. There's a clue in the title, Millionaire Mindset. You can be a millionaire. Uh, yeah, you can. It's possible for all of us. And um, and not and probably not at any cost. So, uh, so there they were, desperate for money. The lady I spoke to at lunchtime on day one, she'd been last year, she'd stumped up for the programme. She couldn't afford to go on the big upsells. So we remember we spent with three days of upsells. Um, and uh, she hadn't been able to afford it in the past. She couldn't afford it again this year. And she said, you know what, I'm going to come back next year and hopefully I can afford it. But I just, I just can't. Uh, I, I think, you know, when we get people at rock bottom, people are there because they want a change in their life. We catch them at a bleak point and then we sell to them. So a part of me goes, I get to that bit because we want to create solutions for people. I'm in the same space, whether I play in the personal, de uh, personal development arena or not, which I don't, in the corporate development world, actually I'm there because I, I want people to get stuff, to shift their own lives, so I'll create things for them that will make a difference. But when we get them when they're really fucked over, and then we sell a nine grand program to them, a three grand program, but that we tell them because they go and buy some lunch because they want to eat, that that's why they're poor, or that we call them pussies for not buying, or we encourage them to put it on credit cards or sell stuff on eBay. I was just, um, just really shocked by it, shocked by uh, that standard of engaging people, um, selling to people. And I know what a couple of people have pushed back uh, to me on the in the last 10 days going, but you know what, people have choice. No, no one is made to buy. I get that too. I, I play the whole uh, choice card to people daily. Choice is consequences. For every choice you make, there's a consequence. For walking out a millionaire mindset and not buying anything from the upsell and not taking any fucking action to manage your finances, there's a consequence because nothing's going to change. There's also a big consequence for people choosing to shove nine grand on a credit card. Um, if I really thought that there was some kind of conversation happened afterwards to understand the person's finances, to help them really think and make intelligent decisions, I'd be all right with it. Um, and that doesn't happen. So what they did get, what they did get was uh, a glass of champagne and some lunch for signing up to it. So an expensive glass of champagne and lunch, uh, but, uh, but some food all the same. So look, tell me, is this normal in the personal development arena? Is that what goes on? Is that what plays out? Are there other companies, other companies running it like this? Is this the norm? Maybe this is a norm. Maybe I just kind of have been blind for 45 years and I haven't seen it. Um, so, so tell me, is that, is that the norm? Is that an example of really bad practice? 
So success resources are the people that run uh, Millionaire Mindset. They do loads of other stuff. Um, I, I don't know about the quality of the other stuff. They do Tony Robbins. They've got big speakers. Um, I'm assuming it's not all run in the same way. T tell me if it is. Uh, tell me who is out there doing it badly. I want to know. So actually they need to be named and they need to be shamed. And we, we have a, I think we have a duty. I have a duty. That's the only bit of control I have. I have a duty for uh, what I deliver, that I deliver decent stuff that is there to add value, that is not there to uh, create even more vulnerability that already exists in people. It's there to make a difference and add value and for me to make intelligent choices uh, so that the person on the receiving end can also make an intelligent choice, right? Um, but likewise, who's out there doing it really well? There's got to be some people out there in the personal development space who work in a clean, adult way that is ethically, morally, has, some, has a bit of backbone um, and doesn't just hard sell, hard sell, flog to people regardless of whether they're in a position to buy or not. There must be someone out there doing good stuff. And in the last few months, we've started to shift our own BTFI business model and some of the reason it's been so slow for me to move forward is because, uh, it's because I, go, I haven't got an example of someone that does it well. I have no example of someone that does it well. I've signed up for lots of things, signed up for some online programs. And then suddenly I get bombarded by email campaigns that come into my inbox, sometimes three, four a day, pushing me to, pushing me to buy, pushing me to engage, pushing me to sign up. And I hear, I, I have choice. Every step of the way, I have choice. And I think, I think I have enough, I have a degree of self-awareness and um, a bit of wisdom and a bit of insight to be able to choose quite well. I don't think that's the case for everyone. And I certainly don't think it's the case for many of the 700 people that were in the room at MMI. So, um, look, I, I want to I hear, hear your comments. Tell me. Tell me some of the things you are uh, thinking. Tell me some of the experiences you've had. Tell me some of the people that are out there being bloody brilliant at it. Tell me some of the people out there that are being shit. I also want, really want to hear from anyone that thinks that this is okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe you think it's all right. It's certainly okay to sell. Let's not go on the whole selling road. The selling piece is, is what it is. It's a business model and, and clearly works. Um, but is it okay to blame people, shame people, bully them, be verbally abusive? Because that's what it is. Well, we wouldn't put up with it in any... Would we put up with it in any other space, in any other environment? Would we put up with it in a school? Would we put up with it in a corporate? Uh, I think, unfortunately, <laughs> that shit happens. That, that shit is out there. It is, it is within cultures. Um, and we hope at some point that it gets wheedled out. In the personal development space... Um, I, I think it's really stuck. I think we need, actually what I think we need is some kind of like massive colonic irrigation. That's what we need for the personal development industry because I think it's so wedged full of old shit that we need to, it needs a massive flood through. We need to release that stuff because it's, uh, it, it's a real problem. So I'd love to um, see some of your comments. Lots of your comments. Thanks, Aaron. No problem with selling. It's never okay to bully shame in a sales environment or any other environment. Um, Charlotte Murray, I love the Shah retreat. See, so there are people out there that are doing it nicely. Hello, Lou, when you have to put other people down to sell your own product. 
yeah, like, why, why, why would you need to do that? Steve, boom, colonic irrigation, absolutely. Yeah, we need to get that stuff out. I'm really, I really want to hear from people uh, that you... That, that you know of others that are doing it well. So I've heard Shah's popped up there on the feed. Who else is doing it well? There's got to be others. It's a multi, multi-billion pound industry. The personal development industry is huge and has a fortune wrapped up in it. The corporate industry too. 356 billion was the global spend in 2015. So uh, there's money spent on this stuff. Here, what I think is we have a duty I have a duty in the personal development space. Do we have a duty to be offering uh, high quality products? That are, I think people are, rock up to any of my stuff and put some trust in me and expect me to care for their stuff and care for their views and care for their story and care about the situation they're in and want me to help them find solutions that, that have some longevity and something sustainable. Certainly don't want to fuck people over and just send them off to, to, to just to do their own thing without a path. There's no path for people. Oh, tea, having tea, calming down, having tea. Tea always calms you down, I think. At, um, at, at BTFI, I think we, you know, it's incredibly important to me, over and above any of our stuff being creative, innovative, Aaron Cummings, Kim at Barefoot Coaching, always high quality and consistently hits the mark in my experiences. Okay, well, big, big high five to Kim at Barefoot Coaching. I don't know who she is, but thanks, Aaron. So there are some people. There are, I hope there are loads of people. I hope the balance is tipped towards people that are out there doing good stuff to people that are out there doing crappy stuff. Um, all I know, all I do is at BTFI go out and fly the flag each day for taking care of people's stuff that they rock up with taking care over what they, what they arrive with, what they get, and what they leave with. And what I've, what I've become acutely aware of in the last year or two is uh, Planet K2 and Lane 4. Yeah, Planet K2, I, I know well, the guys at Planet K2. Lane, lane 4, I don't know. Um, okay, so thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that, Matthew. Um, what's incredibly important to me is that we are taking people beyond just a place of knowledge. I think, I think we're flooded. I think we've got more personal development gurus, speakers, coaches, trainers, more leadership books, more personal development books. The, the work is absolutely coming out of every orifice. Knowledge. People are drowning in knowledge. And on three, for three days at Millionaire Mindset, what we spent was getting more and more knowledge, some touch points of skills, uh, dubious about how well they were delivered, I have to say, but maybe that's another Facebook Live. Um, and what we didn't get, what we're not carving out, is a path for people to take action. It's about the accountability piece, it's the support piece that happens afterwards. Do you know what, there are a ton of people in that room, and I know because I spoke to a big handful of them, that whether they could stump up 9k or not, Many of them would not have had the mindset to do the work. They would spend too much time getting in their own way, tripping themselves up. And therefore, spending, you know, if you spend a quid on something versus nine grand on something, whichever, or something in between, you want to take action, right? And for that action to happen, it requires a huge amount of support. It requires some tough love. It requires that ongoing piece, helping people carve their own path and get out of their own way.
and I, I just, I'm really, I'm just massively disappointed that if that's a norm in the industry, the industry needs a massive shake-up because it's uh, because it's shit. Because there are a lot of a lot of vulnerable people that are stuck um, and and do need help. And actually, I don't think they get it through programs like uh, Millionaire Mindset. I I know people come out of that program and make millions. I know it because they told me, they showed me videos of them. So I get that. I really get that. And I really get that there are people that are determined enough and bold enough and courageous enough to also take, uh, take steps and take action. But there are a lot there that won't. They just won't do it. Because for that, they need something extra. They need that extra push. So, um, well, I haven't heard anyone so far tell me that they think it's okay to bully people, to blame them, to shame them, to judge their choices in order to get them to buy. I think it smacks of just absolute desperation. You know, I kind of have this, I have this funny idea of, you know, when a, well, it's probably because it's happened to me, when a relationship ends and uh, the kind of person's going out the door and you're like, yeah, well... You know those red shoes you had? I never liked them anyway. And your mother-in-law, she's a right pain in the arse. And I never liked her chocolate cake. Boom. Kind of felt like that's what we got. It's like he, he knew at that point that some people were not going to buy. Were not going to go with the upsell. So it's like, fuck them. If they're not going to buy, I can just give them that last bit of abuse and wallop them around the head. I think that's, I think that's how it goes. I think that's what it felt like. It felt like frustration uh, coming, from, coming from the stage. And I, I know when I get frustrated, I will behave in a way sometimes that isn't, doesn't feel fully aligned to me. If it's in front of a group and an audience and a group of people that are there for some help, then uh, I think I'm pretty all right at managing that. So, yeah, bully, showing true colours. Yeah, I think it just, it really, I think it's really sad. Uh, but I know that I, I know that my views will piss off uh, a lot of people because there are a lot of people out there that are very wrapped up in that personal development world, make a lot of money out of it, uh, c continue to create uh, a vehicle where people will buy, where they need to buy, and they need to buy the next thing, and they need to buy more, and they're never fully at the end points. They're just getting towards the end, and then they need to sell them something else. I have a, I have a real issue with that. I think. I don't think it's rarely about people needing new skills. I don't know what you think. I think it's rarely about new skills. Much of it is about helping people get the hell out of their own way. Shift their thinking, shift their mindset, free stuff up. That's the help they need. Uh, and, and I believe we have a, a duty to deliver that. Uh, Joe, lost you, so I don't know if you covered this, but blah, 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 high ticket and then not taking responsibility for that, claiming transactions. Yeah, I don't know that, what that comment said. I'm going to hold for a second because I'm going to look on my laptop and see if I can refresh this page and see the comments properly because I'm seeing like half comments. Which I want to see all your comments. Oh, that's a video of me touching my hair. That's a bit odd. Oh, I can't see all the comments. I don't know why I can't. But it's a bit annoying. Uh, is there a clear professional body for the industry that might help set, drive key values and ethics? Uh, that's a good point, Matthew. I don't think there is. I think we have uh, all the different pockets of the personal development world. will have their own <coughs> excuse me, uh, governing body. will have their own associations that give a bit of regulation. 
but pretty much personal development world is free for all. Rock up, do what you want to do, teach people what you want to teach them, take some money, run like fuck. Um, yeah, so how do we do that? What do we do about that? How do we help create something that is responsible, ethically right, and looks to serve people and isn't just about a machine to make uh, shitloads of money? Maybe a TripAdvisor type facility. I like it. Yeah, because there'll be... And you know what? There are... I've gone and checked out the MMI stuff. There are a load of reviews where people saying, this has changed my life. I get that. There are also a load of reviews of people going, this hasn't. It hasn't. So there is a ton of there is a ton of view out there. There is a ton of energy about it. Joe Cowlin, lots of people claiming they are coaches. Yeah, well, we, you know, people can go on a one day workshop and call themselves an NLP practitioner or a trainer in something. And so I think it's it's become very banded about to say we're a coach. And uh, so look. Uh, appreciate all your comments. Uh, this is there's never going to be a done deal on this. There's no answer. Um, there's your bit about, <clears throat> you know, if you're in this space, what are you offering? How are you offering it? Are you offering it in a way that uh, is of service, is morally, professionally, ethically sound? Your own tactics, where you get in your own way when you get frustrated? What do you do to engage people? Um, uh, we've kind of, uh, we, we kind of lost the plot. For me, I, I, I hope I get up each day and do my bit. That's what I aim to do. There are days where for sure I get it wrong. And I hope that myself and the BTFI team get up mainly in corporate space rather than PD space. Um, I hope what we deliver is stuff that, you know, has some backbone, has some foundations. Um, for me, it's all about the action. I think we... We have to help people to be taking action and to be holding them accountable, holding the mirror up, hand-holding, tough love. Uh, I think, I think that's, my, that's my thing. Thanks very much for joining me. I really appreciate your input and your energy. Together we can, I know we can do something with this. Together we can kind of shift this and shunt it in a better direction. Have a great evening. Thanks for playing. I'll see you again. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in. You can continue the conversation and get access to support and inspiration for your own mind hygiene in my Facebook group. Head over to BTFI, Entrepreneurs Going Beyond the Fuck It. I look forward to seeing you there.